Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How long gone? How long gone is here? Uh, we were supposed to have uh, a guest today, but due to um, some unfortunate travel uh, delays, everything had to be canceled because we were sitting at JFK uh, for five hours. Um, <laughs> our flight that was supposed to leave at 8 a.m. to return us to L.A. didn't take off until 1 p.m., mm-hmm. um, really effing up our schedule. But we're here now. Super effed up. And we wouldn't let you go without a podcast. That'd be crazy. Yeah, we've woken up at like 4 a.m. ish, give or take, every day this for the last three days, four yeah. days, something like that. Yeah, it's not going. It's not going well. And and normally, what's up, Alex? How's it going? <laughs> so we're not, this is the very first episode where Chris and I have recorded at, at oh your at house. our house. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's whenever we do a one on one, it's either in a hotel or at, or at my house. Welcome to West Hollywood. Um, yeah, it's really nice over here. Thank you. <laughs> I, mean, I remember this this i recognize this artwork when i had to hang it for you you helped me hang it and i really appreciate that <laughs> thank you for that you're a good friend and co-host actually you helped me hang it that's more accurate <laughs> as what happened but so so the so literally this has been the theme of the week where we if you like a shark swimming if you if you stop you die yes if you stop if you if we even take a break to like sit in a chair you'll fall asleep so I haven't been home yet. We came straight from the airport. I'm not. We, we got out of it. We got out of our chauffeured suburban <laughs> 15 minutes ago. Yeah. And we I had you, you literally ordered Instacart cold brew and <laughs> and two gallons of alkaline water <laughs> and we, and it was it beat us. It was sitting on the porch when we got home. But yeah, it's been a, it's been an interesting week. We had some back to back um appearances that we had to make and it started in denver one of america's worst cities denver <laughs> yeah. colorado and it was for I keep trying to give it another shot give it a new chance i think it's maybe on- it's a i need to look at it through a new light but no i think honestly if we stayed at a really nice hotel and went to a couple of restaurants it'd be like any other city it'd be fine or if we went to boulder and you were into mountain biking it'd be fine but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so we 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 uh, yeah I'm more bolder people. We went to Denver for this podcast movement conference, mm-hmm. which we stayed at a Hyatt by the airport mm-hmm. in this <laughs> zone of Denver that felt like like a pre-planned community for cheap hotels and cheap apartments, as well as Samsung facilities. Yeah, it re- it reminded me of of like what Irvine, California must yes, have been in yes. the late 70s. It's a place where you go look for skate spots when you live in the suburbs. Yeah, there's it's industrial, yes. it's hotels, there's no residential except for 
very eerie planned housing that, that track like, home like well what's what's the movie with that harry styles was in with with florence oh I, you know i didn't see that it was it was like that it was you know but it also had that weird of element of like the the apartment complexes also looked like cheap hotels so you couldn't really tell what was what yeah man you know so we checked into it's this we, well we went to the hotel that i'd booked and we were not in the registry and luckily, mm-hmm. our, our friends at the Hyatt. Name's not down. You know, there's another Hyatt uh, by the airport that we were able to transfer to. Um, we went to the Hyatt Hype House. Yeah, the, yeah, the Hyatt Hype House. Yeah, <laughs> we were in guest in residence at the Hyatt Hype House. There's a yeah. The, the 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 hotel we went to was nice, but how much did that cost? It was three hundred twenty dollars a night. Three hundred twenty dollars a night for a hotel because of but it's, it's because of podcast movement. So the podcast yeah. movement <laughs> festival conference it's more of a conference spending 350 a night to stay by the airport in denver the our economy is is in the shitter no i think it's our economy is good actually i think economy good yeah so it shouldn't be that way we shouldn't have to spend 700 dollars to get a decent hotel room i i mean we could have probably done something cheaper but i don't even i don't think that's possible no we couldn't have so i mean no i'm saying we stayed at a hyatt by the airport and it was still 325 that's because okay so podcast movement is happens at a a like insane resort called the Gaylord. The Gaylord Rockies. It looks like if a Bass Pro Shops and where the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> Stadium yes. had a yeah. had a stillborn fetus. Yeah, that's it. But with, it also fit had, with the water park. It had an element of like it had an element of of it felt a little Scientology y. Like yeah. Scientology goes country, like Yellowstone Scientology is kind of the vibe. And I was also getting. a casino without the gambling. Exactly. Yeah. No. Very true. A casino without the gambling, but it all had that kind of rustic, upper crust country flair. Upper that, rust. Up that you, that you get in this part of the country because it's like rich people that have horses and like to ski. Um, <laughs> it was a, it was a monstrosity. It has a water park. <laughs> But it's brand new. It was like really new. It like smelled new. It's a brand new. Uh, they have a yeah. They have like a huge water park built into it, uh, and and apparently there's like a some type of air ventilation system that like fell and like crushed like you know a handful of people. The Gaylord already has bodies, and they don't even have a casino. <laughs> so the we we get there and 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 uh, up. Sam who who invited us there to to do the show has gotten us passes. Shout out to Sam to walk the show floor okay yeah. and this isn't nom i'm not seeing the newest roland products this is that for our listeners at home n-a-m-m not vietnam no no i've i've seen neither um but <laughs> this was neither either so we, we jason and i kind of we want to go to get material because we're doing a show for advertisers we got to walk the floor we're doing the a, we're doing we've made it to the point where we're doing private corporate privates now mm-hmm. and we're excited so we want to kind of do our homework and we get to this conference mm-hmm. and it is worse than you could ever imagine. <laughs> would you would you agree? Yeah, I mean it's in a giant hotel and then there's a giant convention center, you know, like the size of a football field and filled with ballrooms, just standard hotel shit, but not a single sign anywhere. Like we we were just walking around a hundred degree parking lot like opening doors trying to see where we can get in but but you know you know when you go to something like that and it's like if it's a music festival or something you can see the people look like the people you're looking for at a podcast Uh conference everyone looks like they could be a dentist 
from Sheboygan. It lo- it looked there was not a single human being anywhere around, not a not a person or a sign anywhere. So we just wandered a parking lot trying to find a convention. We finally opened the right door and got in, and then we were greeted by there's there's these little fish bowls where you could pick out it's a little a little pin to put on your shirt with your pronoun, which is convenient and nice. And yeah. Then, and then it, and then I realized that Chris's pronouns are still in sparkling. <laughs> Yeah, they so there were four. There was he, him, she, her, yeah, they, them, which I did take a pocket full of, and uh-huh. then um, decided I didn't know what I was going to do with them. But what about the she, theys? What about the he, hers? There was a blank one, so you could write in your own. The rest is still unwritten. I didn't see anybody wearing one of these because everybody at this podcast festival. I'm not exaggerating, looks like a middle manager, like with a <laughs> golf shirt tucked into dry fit pants. Like it's not if they and that's if they look good. People were wearing the amount of stretchy khakis in that building. Mm-hmm. It just I guess that we had done another podcast festival a couple years ago with Spotify, and it was in New York, and it wasn't cool by any means, but it was a lot cooler, much cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess that's the only point of reference that that we had. That was more on the artistic. This is editorial more, side, and this is more on the back end. This is like a- analytics, programming, advertising sales. executives, and then of course our friends from Wondery and Amazon and iHeartMedia. Our partners at Sirius, yeah, Patreon. Our homies at Backyard Ventures; those are our actual homies. But there, there was a lot of people who you would see somebody, and then everyone had their lanyard, mm-hmm. and they were very proud to show their lanyard, and you would see their name written on it, and then underneath their. Their credentials, their, their affiliation, of blood, crip, Latin king, <laughs> and everyone's affiliation became funnier and funnier because yeah, I would look at it and I'd be like, I would see it and like, <laughs> so I mean, I met some people where it's like iHeartRadio, you know, SiriusXM, sure. Patreon. You're like, okay, that's normal stuff, but then 99% of everyone, it was their affiliation was just the funniest startup, the, just name. words, just like Pod Kazoo. <laughs> it's like it's Pod. With something attached to it or something attached to it with pod. Oh, so I'm, I'm Skip. Uh, I'm from Audio Donkey. <laughs> we do a user-based platform research analytics strategy. Oh, oh. Uh, what's up? This is How Long Gone brought to you by Audio Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that the vibe was just like, is this is this even real? And is this... Like it's one of those things where, like, when we—I start- think on, on on your favorite show, The Office, they go to some type of like yeah. business conference yeah. kind of thing, and it's just like that. Like, you go to the Hewlett Packard booth, and yeah. like, here's the new eighty-seven hundred model. It's looking good. You can you print know? something out if you want to try it. It was just it, like that. It felt like, I guess, like when we started doing shows, it was so reassuring to us because we were like, oh, okay, these crowd, these people are pretty cool. Like these, the, the people that listen to the show are cool. Like. I, I like this. They're good looking. You know what I mean? And this was like, oh, this is the industry that we're in. It was the exact opposite. It was like, <clears throat> oh, I guess this yeah, is Yeah, but we you do. could say that about any, you know, TV, film, radio. They're all like that. When you go, when you see, look under the hood and look at the back end of, of who's I, actually running it. I know. It. I know you can. I know you can. <laughs> but it feels worse. It, I mean, obviously, it hits closer to home because it's, it's well, our... Well, because it's Hollywood... Film and TV has a sexiness to it because there's celebrity attached to it. And I think that, like, if you go to Comic-Con, it's going to yeah, be... Yeah, but Hollywood now is streaming service, you know, Hulu, no, of course. Paramount Plus, those guys, but if, but if if this was... If you go to Comic-Con or something, mm-hmm. it's still A-list celebrities doing panels. It ain't 
fucking three overweight guys talking about how no one listens to podcasts anymore <laughs> and what can we do about it mm -hmm. it's a little more of a celebration you know yeah this, yeah yeah this yeah. didn't feel like a celebration this felt like an informational thing for and then like this was this was not a a, a public facing thing yeah. this is this was a for us by us and as a yeah and we talked about trade shows because i've obviously been to like project no girls allowed kind of energy. yeah no girls allowed a project and magic and all this stuff in vegas and it's like yeah it's guys in creative wrecks doing coke at spearmint rhino but that's way better than this oh yeah of course you know like i don't care how many huff booths i had to visit like <laughs> I'm, I'm better off but when we were when we were walking around there and and seeing everybody whenever whenever i hear comedians or like public speakers talking about when you do a show in front of your audience and your fans versus when you do a corporate or you just do like an open mic where it's a bunch of people who don't know who you yeah. are that's where you separate the 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 real shit yeah like if you like anyone can kill in front of their audience of course it's the real comedians who can do it in front of strangers that's what separates a, a true professional but something about this crowd did not make me want to slay it could have been worse which i guess is bad on my part i think we had some good stuff uh because we were kind of because it was a lot of advertisers in the crowd we were manipulating the material to that yeah and i think there Shout was out some, to our helix mattress family i think there was some funny stuff in there for sure but it's just like you're in a soulless like this 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 room is so big like the ceilings are 50 feet high and it's like fluorescent lighting and it's just all mm -hmm. very weird. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's, it was all very weird. But that being said, um, we were able to link and build with some advertisers. Ian from Talkhouse came to hang out. This took us for a delicious pho in a strip mall. Um, if you think in the, Aurora, the, the, Colorado. The, the pho in Denver by the <laughs> airport is as good as you think it is. <laughs> I'm glad we did that though. I felt like that was a bonding moment. I felt like we were I felt like we were a weird band on tour and like the van broke down and this is like the best we got. Yeah, I was wearing a full suit while this was going down. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're in the hives and the van broke down. You know what I mean? Um but so Denver um was a motion picture and then we had to get up at four AM. We got we we did get some good laughs though, because we once we turned destructive, like the uh, my strategy for that that performance was only looking at you i never yeah, we, we were locked we were locked in we we didn't look into the crowd a single time because i knew that half the crowd was going to get up and walk out yeah at some point because it's just like hey the open bars over and these two guys are talking open bars over and we're we're screaming you know infidelities at <laughs> uh, at different shout out to ad dashboard. advertisers we're just like oh you, you oh you're gonna stand up now that's what I thought. <laughs> Take a hike, you stupid fucking. Oh, bitch. so you think oh, Athletic Greens works? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> uh, so, so once we kind of turned and then separate, you know, we created some exclusivity. We're like, here's what we do. Good point. You cut half of the. Uh, I mean, maybe the, let's say there's 150 people there. 20 of them probably walked out before the end of it. And once those people are gone, then it's sort of like. We we clown in this motherfucker only yeah, crowd, yeah, and it's yeah. like, hey, we're, I'm I'm gonna say something like really offensive about like a Taylor Swift fan, and then half the Taylor Swift fans are gonna walk out, and the other half are gonna yell back at us. Yeah, we had a great. And that's good. We had a great moment with a, a Taylor Swift fan who was explaining her journey to the show, 
and why she loves Taylor. And it was it was really funny. The bracelets, the whole thing. It was good. She's she lives in Nebraska. She had driven her and her friends had driven from Nebraska to Kansas City. To big see, city. To see yeah, to the big to the big city to see Taylor Swift. That was the that was the most fun of the whole thing for me. <laughs> I thought she was she was really funny and like a good sport and like liked it, but and wasn't annoying. We had um we had a a fuck Mary Kill mm. do a Rihanna Taylor. Taylor. Unfortunately, I saw some recent duo photos where the eyebrows got bleached. Making my penis off. Let's pay some bills. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions... We were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And uh, yeah, we, sure, sure. Yeah. So uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know. It's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest. With BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut dot com <laughs> promo code how long that's neutral.com <laughs> promo code how long we were able to escape Denver in less than 12 hours which I was pretty impressed with my yeah. travel agent skills after some errors um, but we did have to get up at 4 a.m. <laughs> and did something that I never do What's and that? embarrassed to do oh, we took the yeah. hotel shuttle with the Frontier Airlines staff <laughs> from the Hyatt to the Denver airport. The Denver airport is a, an absolute travesty monstrosity. It's as bad as, as Gatwick 
to me, like awful airport. Yeah. The, you ask them, where's the clear line? They said, honey, we don't even, you yeah. still got to take your shoes off here. Yeah. We take our shoes. We don't give a fuck. But so, the, so we, we took the shuttle because at 4 a.m. by the airport, it would have taken 38 minutes to get a car. I didn't trust the, I didn't trust the chauffeured suburban to show up. Tour manager Chris was smart. So, and it were, and it was actually perfect. Free also, but. And I, I, it was my idea to tip him, which is also unprecedented. Um, oh, I would have tipped him, but you, I only no, had 20s and you had a five. No, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> there is that, but it was, it was, a, it was the first time I felt like I was, I was your daddy and you were my boy. <laughs> When you you're at a restaurant and you I, I I folded up a five dollar bill and put it in my kid's hand and say walk over to that nice per that, that nice lady over there that rang us up and give her that okay yeah the guy the guy the, the, the what do you say Chris the driver thank you there you go the, the driver was really good so we made it we made it but we were we were rushing back to New York City to mm -hmm. uh, interview Ben Shelton we were due on the courts we were due on the courts uh. On had an event. Ben Shelton is the the twenty year old tennis phenom coming out of Gainesville, born born in Atlanta, raised in Florida. Yeah, he's uh and he's he's one to watch. But we were on invited us to interview him, and he was a good sport. Yeah, sweet kid, sweet kid. And and I all I wanted to talk anytime I talk to an athlete, all I want to understand is what their routine looking like. You know, mm -hmm. because I, I think that you're that, a routine junkie. I just want to know about mobility and what you do when you have that kind of serve. What's that? What's that doing to your shoulder? Sure. And he was like, I'm 20, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of like, we're keeping an eye on it, but I'm 20, bro. He's like, I, I heard I have read and I've, I've seen interviews from other athletes that like they have this thing called sore. <laughs> But I guess like sometimes it'll hurt after a while. But it was so funny because he's he's young and he's only been pro for like a year, and so he's technically still in college. Like he's he's he still has two more years. He's or something technically like that. still on. So at the party, he brought up. He's like, "Bro, I'm in a finance class right now." Pulled up his class on his phone and showed us the app. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, dude, this is like." This is the future is now. I'm like, you're too rich for this. He's like, yeah, my parents want me to finish. I'm like, all right, that's fair. I mean, that's I think that's good. I do too. It's also his dad is the coach at the at yeah. University of Florida. So it's like, you know, you yeah, you you you'll get a bad reputation if you drop out to go pro and like. Oh. But he was really funny too because he was like, we were kind of like, you copped anything? You blowing a bag? He's like, I like cars. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I like cars. And we're like, oh okay, yeah, no crib or anything. He's like, I got, I live in an apartment complex. So <laughs> I, I imagine him living in like a like kind of college post-collegey new like nice quote-unquote apartment complex yeah, yeah, in yeah. Gainesville, florida but then he's got the hundred and fifty thousand dollar amg got the eight, the e63 amg pulling down the, the living room is just one one chair <laughs> a, a 105 inch tv yeah. and, a, and a playstation 40, 40 tennis rackets against the wall and a playstation um a bunch of shoe boxes that i never get opened up yeah exactly but he was he was a really he was a good sport and then after we chatted with him, there was that they did an event at at the uh, at Public Records in Brooklyn. Well, I mean, we yeah, well, first of all, we you and I played tennis. That's true at the McCar what or Fort Green Fort Green tennis courts in in Brooklyn. And Chris and I haven't played tennis in uh, over a year, probably right. It's, it's probably I've been a year. In the last, I mean, you and I together. No, you and I together. It's been a long time. I played in the last six months, probably. It but reminded like, me of the the salad days of uh, how long gone when we had. Nothing but time during the the pandemic to just 
hit some balls around, God. chug some Gatorade. Hours of life ball. was but a dream. Hours of ball hitting. Now we only do it for money. Um, Our but, obliques were on yeah. fleek. Hey, chill. Mine are still on fleek. So, uh, <laughs> so, so we went to this, but the party, they were kind of like, hey, Roger's going to be there. Mm -hmm. Not know? from American Dad. No, Roger, Roger Federer, the phenom, the goat, kind of the greatest of all time. American Zad. Uh, Yummy. Well, Swiss Zad, but sure. And he, um, mm -hmm. he did show up. Yeah, and well, he showed up to the tennis court yeah, first. Court. He had he had a couple, two, three security guards. When he looking like Troy Savon, nobody can get in there. Nobody's getting in there. Mm -hmm. And then so so he he comes to the party, but he's got this kind of like he really does have this refined kind of like I'm better at this than you even think vibe that I really like. This meaning everything. Yeah, like I'm one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Maybe some consider the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm extremely like personable and i also know how to get in and out and like make it fun and not make it weird for you even though you want to make it weird because you love me so much I, ha I have hundreds of millions of dollars but i could still do the thing yes i could still tap dance yeah i could still smile take the selfies and be a gentleman yeah and not and not a single person is going to go home and be like that fucking Feder is kind of a douche. No, nozzle. exactly. Yeah, he tips probably three hundred percent. You know, at any restaurant. Yeah. But so there was a there was a point where goals. He gives a toast um, with one of the like executives from On, and they're you know they're talking about the U.S. Open and the the brand and blah blah blah. And then he starts playing ping pong. Yeah, apparently he's he low key loves ping pong. He's pretty right? nasty with it. I mean, comes as no surprise, right? Comes as no surprise. Obviously, they're two different sports, but one would assume if yeah, you're yeah. arguably the greatest tennis player of all time that you you're, could probably you're do good it. at table tennis. So, uh, you know, he's playing for a little while, and, I, you know, I also am an avid table tennis player, and I grew up playing. My We had one in my basement. My dad and I played almost every night for a while. Oh, cute. It's a big southern church activity because that's what you do when you're not having sex or doing drugs. There's a ping pong table, you know? Um so I was able to kind of get some action and it was me, it was doubles. It was me, a guy I didn't know versus Ben Shelton and Roger Federer. <clears throat> and you witnessed this. I got a couple points. You in. got a couple of dingers in. Yeah. Also, the guy that you were playing tennis with was a photographer and he was holding a camera and a drink with one hand yeah. and then playing. And I was like, bro, you're playing ping pong with these like with roger federer do you want me to like hold your drink or your camera no, i'm good he said no what a fuck I, I got a couple points in and then we also were able to get the flick mm -hmm. shout outs to roger federer for taking a photo with us roger took a photo with us and he he also congratulated me on getting a few points on him yeah and i was just i was just you're still humming i'm humming but it's also like he was this is what i was saying to you and cho last night when we left i was like that's one of the greatest of all time, but something about him feels so approachable. Maybe that's part of his mm -hmm. success is that he feels so rich and refined and like put together, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's not like intimidating in the, in a social setting. Yeah, I guess um, certain magazine editors could take a note from him. Huh? <laughs> you know what I, but you know I mean? I mean, he, he has all the all of that power that like an Anna Wintour yeah. might have, except she's very unapproachable i disagree when we met her she was very nice and made some great jokes actually 
But no, I, I'm, not, I'm not debating that. I'm just saying like she doesn't give off the energy of like you could come up and, and strike up a chat. No, with definitely me. not. Yeah, yeah. He seems in, and obviously this is like a controlled environment. He's not intimidating, but he still possesses a commanding sexual yeah, energy yeah, of the room. Yeah, there's like a vibe to it, but it's not like I could never, you know, mm -hmm. he was very gracious, very polite. Um, and I'm glad we got the photo. I, I, I don't think I've ever done that before, but it felt like you've never said, hey, King, can I get the selfie? I've literally never said that, but that's because I said it. That's a good point. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I was like, Raj, we need to fix the flick real, real quick. And then you, luckily, you were right there. So yeah, we we said we, we brought you. Travis, the photographer. We like brought him with us, and we kind of flanked him, and then went in for a moment. Because see, the, the the reason why how long gone does it different? We're, it ain't a selfie. We're gonna get a professional photo taken. Darn that, right. That's, we ain't getting the selfie. We ain't getting the low light iPhone 0.5 mode. We're yeah. going to get the professional flash photography. If there's any uh, noise, it'll be added in post. Yes, exactly. If we want to give it a film effect, mm -hmm. Jason will do that in Lightroom afterwards. Yeah. It's a hacked version, but it still has all those features. No, I pay for it. I already have the preset, <laughs> and it's a write-off. My creative cloud. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, was, it was really fun, though. It was really fun, and like I, I think that the... The U.S. Open is such like a hassle to go to and like so annoying to go to. Yeah. And I felt like I got. Can you take the helicopter there? Can you blade there? You have to be able to blade there I, or like a speedboat. I want to go to the U.S. Open with DJ Khaled. On well, a what boat. I was told is if you go with a player, mm -hmm. there's a fork in the road. <laughs> and when you go, when you go right for regular people, you're waiting in traffic for an hour. When you go left mm. with the players, it's two minutes. You're out. You're in the box. So all you have to do is is know a professional tennis I player who's playing in the U.S. Open, and that's it. Or, or like the VIP. I think it's not even. But I think that because mm -hmm. of our new relationship with Ben, I feel like we could get the invite. Uh, maybe not this year. I think if I I think if I DM Ben, I was like, bro, I want to come watch you. He'd be like, all right, bet. But even, I mean, even if we get the the sporty and rich box, it's still such a schlep that a schlep. I don't even know. Like, I don't care about anything enough to see it live at this point, besides music. I guess it's it's fun to like go and and grab you know a, a bottle of cloudy orange and then take the train uptown on a Friday afternoon. You know, summer Fridays is beautiful. We're getting a little snacky, but once you get there, you're just herded like cattle, and you're just shoulder to shoulder and. I've just you go get a drink and there's 500 people in line. It's thirty dollars for a gray goose with melon balls. I've in just it. worked my whole life, the bastard, whole life to not be a member of general population. That's all. That's all I want, and I'll pay for it. I'll do things. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. And such an elite event should have more options. Available. I think it does. I think it Weird. does. But I think the the it's a it's a level of access that feels like it's not monetary. Like you have to get invited by Ralph. Finally. Warren. You have to get invited by like Ralph Lauren or like Lacoste or On or Nike or you D, need whatever. something more than a American Express Platinum card you to need get in. More, yeah, it ain't the Delta Lounge. It's a little harder. But I think the real way for access is for Ben to be like, yeah, you you could sit in my box. So it's gonna be me, mm -hmm. his dad, his physio, you. I think that's kind of his kind of murderer's row. Yeah, to get him over. And he the wants line. he wants us to be photographed with his team. Yes, I want be, I want to. Be, there, the, uh, people have been tagging me. There's a, a tennis player has a coach. Who kind of looks like me, but he has longer hair. Yeah, he might be a French guy. He's he's like bearded, has glasses on, but he wears kind of more like fun sweaters. I yeah. forgot his name, but I I want to be that guy in the corner, and I want to be the one who has like a, a questionable duffel bag full of mystery powders <laughs> and different yeah. Avion bottles with the cap screwed off. And 
I just want I just want people to be like, wait, was that mm-hmm. was that how long gone on the box? Mm-hmm. That's on right. TV, you know. <laughs> it's like me. It was like apparently I was in the entire Ghani live stream. Oh really? Yeah, so you were too because you're sitting next to me. People were like, "Bro, you were in the like." I was I, doing the Soldier Boy dance. I, I could see your ass the whole time, but no, it was fun. And then Damn, we had I to get up to again that. at four a.m. And then now we're here. So I'm so delirious, bro. It was a fun. It was a fun. Honestly, it was a fun couple days. It felt like it felt like work. Denver felt like work mm-hmm. to me. But it was it was a good humbling experience. Totally. It's also you have to do that stuff. I feel like it was like. Obviously, we're being paid, and it's it sharpens like, our blade. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like practice, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be back and um, had a blast. And and thanks to On and Ben and Roger for being so hospitable. We love our team over there at On. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love it. I would love it a lot more if my forehand didn't look like shit in front of all those people. I gotta say, for <laughs> considering I was I was that was I was probably in the least physical form that I've been in all month. You know, I was. No sleep, no warmed up. Yeah. Didn't have tennis shoes. You know, I was straight off the airplane. It was bad. I was really bad. And then I was able to overcome, much like a tennis champion or professional. You're like, you're like, yeah. In the seventh set <laughs> tiebreaker. <laughs> it's seventh set tiebreaker. TJ is wearing his sunglasses and backwards hat. Advantage jeans. <laughs> Advantage jeans. Uh, and we were hitting the ball around and I, you know, like riding a bike, still was able to get a few little dinkers off. No, for sure. I was feeling good about I it. I mean, that's good. I think you've done enough groundwork where it's like, you're not going to get back in there full hog, but like. But it, the, the theme that I noticed in my in my brain this week of traveling, the, the phrase like, you, if you're always ready, you never have to get ready. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that I, I feel like, that used to be a sentence that was uttered by people who don't have lives. Yes. Or people who might have. Don't come for me like that, but. Disorders. Yeah. Uh, of, of the obsessive or attention deficit sure. based situation. And I was never envious of people like that. I was a little sympathetic for it. But now I'm understanding more the benefits of always being ready and mm-hmm. always being on and prepared. Yeah. You never have to. You never have to get ready if you're always in shape. And I'm like, maybe I'm in, maybe I should be a little more gentler on myself because maybe I was more prepared than I realized. Yeah, you were. I saw it. <laughs> um, but there's been a lot of news while we've been on the road and it, oh, yeah. I would hate to miss it, but um, we got Trump. So Donald Trump, 45, as Jason likes to call him, <laughs> um, he took, he took the plane down to Atlanta to Fulton County court where I've, I've also been. <laughs> Um, and, uh, he, he turned himself in Trump. Trump wasn't getting, uh, locked up for a jaywalking. No, no, no. Trump Trump went down and now I don't know if it's, it's hit the internet yet. They got Rudy too. As we record, but you can hear kind of the lotion coming out and the stroking happening in certain parts of Brooklyn Heights Mm -hmm. because the Trump mugshot that you guys are breathlessly anticipating is about to drop. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right 
for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Career World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard. The New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States, with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland who are putting modern spins on Korean classics. Recipes include giant short ribs, whole fried smash, rockfish, and pineapple kimchi fried rice. I'm sad I didn't get to name the foods and you did. <laughs> Korea World is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food. Available wherever books are sold. The, the excitement over a mugshot is just bizarre to me because, like, I don't, I don't, like, he's, he always looks bad. So, like, he's, of course, he's going to look bad in a mugshot. But what we're finding out after his booking, Trump coming in 6'3", 215, not bad. That's you. That's not bad. That's not bad. Honestly, that might be <clears throat> no, more or less your height and weight, do which you, there's no way he weighs. Do you think, but do you as think as much as you and I do? That, do you think that he has, a sympathizer in the Fulton County court system. It's like, we can fudge it a little bit. 1000%. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's like Chloe Kardashian at the DMV. <laughs> yeah. They're like the numbers, <laughs> the numbers, <laughs> they're whatever you want them to be. They appear smaller <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so Trump's coming in at six, three, two fifteen. Because I mean, you, I've seen photos of him. I mean, like you and I, we're not, we're not, we're, we're, we're large people. Yeah. But, and we're not the most snatched of all people, but we are we're yeah, we are far from obese. Yes. We'll say that. Yes. You know, I weigh two hundred and fifteen pounds. As I don't a crow know how much I weigh because I don't weigh myself because that's unhealthy, but I would I have to be close to that. And you s I've seen photos of him where his it looks like like if I wasn't hippie, I'd be a thirty four waist, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an average very average man's waist. Yeah. He, he I've looks, seen photos of him where he's he's well over. Well, he's like a forty-five the, inch wave. The, 40, forty-five. The, the possibility <laughs> of of husky husky Trump could have been his White House era because he was high on the hog. He's eating McDonald's. He's okay. He's, he's living good now. Now that he's uh, he's boofing Adderall. He's scressed out. 
He's stressed out. He's got all these charges. His boys are all going down. He probably is, hasn't been eating. He's guzzling. He's he's living off Coke Zero right now. He's he's stressed out, and I think it could I'm have drinking cost him two liters more. of Kate Moss, <laughs> Coke Zero. But I don't know. Yeah, we gotta start calling him forty-five because that's his 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 waist size, the, not his presidential state. I don't placement. Think, I don't think that he the the excitement over the mugshot though. Oh, I, I was trying to think of why. I think it's because of all the images that we see of celebrities, especially politicians. They're so fabricated. They're so photoshopped. They're so I would un. I inauthentic. disagree, actually. I think the ones they put out are that. But I think yeah. the amount of photographs that we see of celebrities and politicians nowadays, they have less control than ever. That's well, that's but it's both. You see some, both. Okay, maybe the, the maybe the, a better analogy is like when you see uh, remember those photos that you'd see of like it's an, a photo booth of your aura. They'd yes. have them at like yes. boot parties yeah, and yeah, stuff like course. that where it's like this is the true image capturing of this person's self unfiltered unadulterated zero processing yeah it's the most honest facsimile of a person's image that you can get is a is a jailhouse mugshot that's the most real that's like the equivalent of recording somebody secretly and hearing how they really speak sure. you know and what I've, I mean? I've, or looking through their all it brings me to think about is or that something. famous instagram account mugs mugshot shorties shotties where it's like hot chick mug shots where they just and dudes they yeah just people look hot in their mug shots and i think that if that account has a sense of humor they'll post trump tomorrow I'm, i mean you have to you have to Be, i mean and also people everyone wants to see that image because everyone knows that that image is going to be full bleed new york times totally. cover every magazine this every is, newspaper cover and that's they don't want to see the the mug shot they want to see, see that the newspaper with the mugshot everywhere. That's true. Do you? Th I'm thinking now about famous mugshots. Hugh Grant. Sure, he looked good. Looked great. Always looks great. Is who else? I'm trying to think. There's Lindsay a, Lohan. There's a great classic. Yeah, Lohan's a classic one. Michael Jackson. Um, Britney Spears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite one is is uh, is David Bowie when he had bleached hair. Oh, that's a great one. It's like the best looking photo. It's very cool. it, it looks like no agency digitals. You know, I don't it looks think amazing. That, I don't think that. That that uh, I think that no matter what happens, Rudy's gonna look the worst. How could he not? He looks like shit. Like to the point where it's like, damn, this shit's really getting to you, bro. Like you're rotten. You're rotting from the inside. Some of those people, him, him and Trump, they look as if they they look like they died three years no, ago. No, and and they're being and modern up. science. They're they're weekend <laughs> at Bernieing. Yeah, but but with like current technology yes 100 <clears> percent. <throat> the weekend at bernie's technology was just a series of ropes and pulleys and things yeah, like that this is more advanced it's pretty yeah and this is you know they're using drones they're using no it's boston it's, laboratories but this robots. is a, this is a big moment this is a big moment for all for the barista community anybody that lives in in williamsburg or vermont how long um, do you think the the mugshot glee will how long will they 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 be able to ride that wave. It's going to be like banging the pots and pans during COVID. It's going to last a lot longer than it should. And I don't think so. Oh I, yeah. I think it'll be more of a succession finale. Come and go. The, the anticipation and the buildup will what? last for months or years. But, and then when the it actual, finally drops, yeah. they're like, yeah, that was it. it the, 
the mugshot is going to be a photo that looks just like Donald Trump. But I think like, that, that's, I think that's the, about right. I think the mugshot is, and then people are going to be like, "What's next?" To a certain kind of person, the mugshot symbolizes like we we did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Like the we got death, sleepy. the death of a, a section of America, a, a time in America that that they regret, they they can't believe they had to live through. Like it, like it, you know what I mean? Like it was like this is the worst time in my life. And this yeah. is a close of that chapter because Donald Trump got a mugshot taken and won't do a day in jail. <laughs> it was uh, it, it'll it'll be like when when we got Osama bin Laden. Yeah, th this is Osama bin Laden for liberals that drive Teslas. One hundred percent. Osama bin tampering. <laughs> uh, when we were when we were uh, having our our lounge delays at the airport today, we went we went to the Delta Lounge three different times because of our, our plane being delayed. And it really had like this Groundhog Day effect yeah. going on that destroyed my mind. Like in what? we met. Well, we met a guy that was, I thought he was on drugs current. Like I, I thought he just took a bunch of edibles, but he seemed to be up from the night before. If you're listening to this, yeah, there, there's, bro, yeah, the airport was humming today. I saw Mark Anthony Green. We saw Earl Sweatshirt. Earl Sweatshirt was walking. I mean, like we were walking around at like seven a.m. Yeah, six like six forty-five, seven a.m. And it was humming, humming. People coming on and off of planes. Earl Sweatshirt and his chick just like wandering around, no luggage, no bags. Like Earl Sweatshirt so looked higher than any human being I've ever seen at six forty-five a.m. in JFK. I know that he needs marijuana to rap as well as he does. Yeah. He's a really good rapper, but. Maybe maybe we need to check on him a little bit. There's a certain <laughs> point where you can do too much. Hey, Earl, you good, bro? I mean, you know. No, I just don't want him to become dependent on it. I would hate for you to become dependent on it too. Yeah, he's, going, he's clearly dependent on it. Now. Going back and forth to the lounge, we did. We literally did it four times because they would they would say we were boarding. We'd go back and say we're boarding. Go, you know, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. It was like. It, we were in this state where like I couldn't like do anything. I couldn't like get my computer out and get some stuff done. I couldn't even drink coffee because it was an early flight. So everyone was like, we're going to go bop into our seat and then try and just pass yeah. out and sleep the whole time. So everyone was like, well, I can't drink coffee yet, but now it's like noon and the sun's out and I'm not going to be able to sleep anymore. And then you drink coffee. And er so everyone was just... It was an interesting dynamic. Like I felt like I was at Firefest. No, it felt like we were, it felt like we were part of like a weird, yeah, like a summer camp vibe. Like you see the same people in and out of the We lounge. were bartering. Yeah. I'll trade you, you know, two two Xanax for your toothpaste and your deodorant. <laughs> Is that do you have potable water? But I liked it because we came back the third time and the woman working at the check-in desk remembered Jason because he, <laughs> she's seen your big ass. She said don't worry, you'll be diamond soon. <laughs> Which feels like a. She was only saying that because she wanted me to use her personal QR code so she gets the yes. kickback for signing me up for a new American a Express third card. American Express yeah, credit just card. Just what I need. She's like, you need the purple one now, big dog. They know the purple one is like the broke boy one, from what I understand. I don't know. I mean, it was it was listed on the top of the hierarchy. Maybe they switched it up because it used to be called the American Express Plum. My forever the first wife, one I got. Was it? First one I could get approved for, yeah. The plummy? Yeah. Damn. My chick got a purple one. And I'm like, what is, is this? It's reminding me of the delicious salted plum on top of the crudo I had at Queen Street. Oh. 
Umeboshi. So good. It was so good. You, what, this was a salted plum on top of what? It was a it was bluefin crudo. Bluefin tuna with crudo. With a little doll, like a, you know, like a little dollop. A squeeze bottle a plop. A little squeeze bottle of a salted plum, and there were a few other uh-huh. accoutrement on top. Rich with umami. It was so good. Wow. I cannot recommend that restaurant enough. It was so good. Good enough for Chris to go to Eagle Rock. Eagle Rock in a hurricane. Oh, yeah. You drove there during the hurricane. Yeah. So but it was, cool. it, was, it was so good. I, I Honestly, if it. you ask me, we needed the rain. I think we did. I mean, look how lush it looks. We needed that weather, didn't we, brother? Um, you, you told me to write this note down. <laughs> There's a, we, we saw them. We saw a lot of these people at the the podcast trade show but also at any airport there's a certain type of business person where it's like white dudes with with khaki shorts on or khaki pant and then like a like a polo tucked into or something like that mm-hmm. they don't look like they're athletes they don't look like they work out they're just like regular dudes but they've all for some reason have a big juicy asses <laughs> Oh yeah, they f- they fill out the vineyard vine. Khaki yeah, they got shorts. The, the skin tight Viore's, and they got a wagon on them, and they ain't doing squats. It's like, no. a, do you think it's a southern? Like it's a, just a natural build? I mean, it has to be. It's it's nature and nurture. It's a combination of genetics mixed with black eyed peas, cornbread, greens, grits, biscuits, come, and gravy, come, chicken come, fried steak. How come these guys that sell refrigeration on the East Coast? <laughs> have a wagon like they're looking like Nicki minaj in the back i don't know i mean yeah tyler the stallion over here (laughs) (laughs) yeah because we met so we met at 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 the podcast conference we met the team a team of guys that like we work with that like sell advertising for us we'd never met them before Mm -hmm. and they all were dressed the exact same Mm -hmm. but there was some variation in age but putting a little Casamigos in their Waterloo when no one's looking. A hundred percent. Casamigos getting the wa- after it. the Waterloo, but they're like good looking, like kind of clean cut, like you know, like you could drop them in Carbone and they're comfy. College educated, but these guys get it done. You know, these guys mm-hmm. are, are they live in Austin, so you, you can. But but I was, you think they live a work hard, play hard lifestyle? I think they do, and that right. play hard can mean on the golf course, at sure. the bar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the lake, uh-huh. it don't matter. Um, at but, the Rivian dealership, yeah. Oh yeah, we sold man. I, I'm ready to walk. I tell, <laughs> I tell you what, bro. I sold so much athletic greens this month. I think I can get the SUV. <laughs> I don't even need the truck, man. You can have the truck. <laughs> I'm getting the SUV. Yeah, I don't even have to sell the skis. So, so the, so the these guys though, I, I get along with this type of guy so well. And I was talking to Ian about this because it's like a known quantity it's like guys i you went, speak fluent cracker I, I went yeah i it's like guys i went to high school with they're like nice they're like cool pretty cool they're guys you could absolutely have a full night with mm-hmm. and it would be fun yeah those are the type of folks that i really like which is and and that goes across the board of just like they it's like a city mouse country mouse yeah but it's like i think you are stupid and i know you think i'm kind of stupid and we have a mutual yeah. little hatred of each other, and we're going to play nice, and it's all going to be fun. I'm going to take you to the coolest restaurant in Nashville. I know the manager. Mm-hmm. We got a take. We got a four top in the corner, eight o'clock Friday night. You guys like oysters? <laughs> I mean, that happened hey. to that happened to me in the lounge. You guys like oysters? You got a lot of oysters? <laughs> oysters? Hey, uh, <laughs> you guys got to try some of these 
horoncini rice balls. Got cheese in it. It's so good. Man, Put some I, hadn't, I hadn't had arancini before. Boy, it's so it's like rice and cheese. Put a, put a little hopping John on there. Uh, what was I just going to say? I lost my train hey, of thought. Two more ranch waters. Um, what's up, Jason? <laughs> what was I just going to say? I got so excited about doing an impression of two it. Two more ranch waters for me and my friend here. <laughs> I don't remember. It was, but I, I just really like... I, it makes me feel good that we're able to uh, hang with guys like that, and they mm. want to hang with us. Oh, sorry, no, I don't remember. At the, I, I was I was reaching for my AG one athletic greens. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I lifted it up by the cap, which wasn't screwed on all the way, and I spilled green, nutritious water all over my shirt. And then a random dude oh, walks yeah. up behind me. He was like, "What are you twelve?" <laughs> I don't know where sight unseen, and he and he was wearing a, a WV West cap. Vir- West Virginia baseball I, cap. So he says that, and we we start laughing. And I say, "Not today, West Virginia." And he starts laughing. He walks away, and that's a, a the the quintessential city mouse country mouse perfect interaction. Because if that happens, you New- live to fight another day. If, if that happens at a bar in New York or LA, fist fight. Mm-hmm. But in the in the lounge, where we're all equal. I'm gonna turn my uncle Polly's hat backwards. <laughs> I'm at, I'm over I'm at Beanery. I'm over at Bonnie's. If you see if you see Jason off a of bean at the bean. If you see Jason put a coaster on top of his vodka soda and turn his Uncle Polly's hat around, mm-hmm. you do not want to be on the other side of that. You're about to get a <laughs> a two piece that <laughs> won't kill you. You're about to get yeah, you're about to get a whole hoagie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're, about, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're about to get a turkey Let and cheese. Let me introduce you to my friend Salt and Vinegar. <laughs> man y'all man you know i thought honestly <laughs> i honestly i thought i thought uncle paulie's was the best mm. but man you've been to jimmy john's get you a jimmy's I, i've 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 kind of been craving a craving a bad sandwich i think now that um, bad sales is right down the block that fast sales is way too too crazy they don't have anything normal I, I've actually I, the, a classic subway sounds. Pat nice. Sal's like going to your drug dealer and like, what do you got? And they're like, fentanyl, fentanyl XL, <laughs> liquid fentanyl. We got fent. We got acid eye drops. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, it, it, it has you being like, do you just have like mescaline or something chill like that? Let me get a just a a simple PCP injection you, in the eye. What do you want? I mean, because I. I fat, fat sales the the base limit is just like it starts with like mozzarella sticks wrapped in bacon yeah. ranch tater tots you it's, know it's so i've looked at the menu a couple times because i didn't know what it was you know and i was like this is shocking and the, the, how successful it is yeah is a problem in america of all yeah. places los angeles too to me, that's that that feels like a one and done, like a novel. Like there's so many once. novelty foods where you go and like, oh, it's it's like this cool, crazy Don't dessert. Don't talk about that's, Dominique Enzel's cronut like that. They're delicious. It's a little uh, dumb. That's a good example where you go and you you eat one. You take a photo of it and you go, that's pretty good. That's good. But you don't go walk down and grab a coffee and a Dominique Enzel. It's croissant. not a Balthazar croissant. It's not your daily driver. No. And the same thing for a fat salad. You eat it once. You take a photo. You do a TikTok of you pulling the apart in half, mm. and you dip it into the the habanero sriracha blue cheese, <laughs> and 
then you, so you I think we need to hit you have explosive diarrhea you call 911 because your insides are ruined and you never order it again I think we need to go to a I, I want to go to a subway for a classic subway veggie delight but it's it's it has it can't be done in a major city it just can't it's got to be done like it would what city in america will have the best tasting subway do you think it's probably canada to be honest no i i feel like it i feel like you could hit it in a texas maybe mm. and it would be good atlanta probably got some great subways that's a pretty big city atlanta i can already see the atlanta employees making my shitty sandwich at subway right now well it's tough to go to subway in atlanta because the jimmy john's is so prevalent there's no oh, reason is that right yeah yeah jimmy john because jimmy john's is a college town thing that were, like, that's like when I went to when we were in Copenhagen. I didn't see a single Starbucks, but there were a dozen Joe and the Juices. They kept Starbucks out of Denmark and Sweden. It's Joe and the Juice and Espresso House. It's just so weird to see Joe and the Juice be the prominent Joe and the Juice. I had to have it at the airport. It is so bad. It was it was <laughs> like, and I'm not I'm not that crazy like i'm at the airport we got it at the airport as well carolyn and i I, did. I know what she I'm got a smoothie in. and she was like this is nasty it's awful like awful <laughs> product and there's one like in soho like on spring street and i see people just streaming in and out of it i'm like you live in manhattan like you're in manhattan and you're drinking this this is airport food and it's not even good airport food mm -hmm. crazy we went to one in copenhagen just to check it out and that this is how crime free copenhagen is we walked in it was like early morning and there was the doors were open everything was set up but there were no employees in the store like they were in the back and like, they were just in the back and i i could have just taken the cash register and walked out the door or made myself a sandwich what would they have said to you if you took the cash register at the door just humor me please sir <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> oh, if you need it then that's fine if you need it it's universal health care <laughs> uh that is oh we we should talk about um we got an email today about an interview that we did um, <laughs> yeah. quite a while ago for um, for an Australian newspaper, The Age. Yeah, the no the Sunday Morning Herald. Sunday Morning smh.com.au. Um, and uh, so we did this interview. It was actually really fun. Um, the, the, he was, it was yeah, it was a good good fun. Michael interview. was a good interview. But so our, our we get sent the link today. And I click on it on the plane, like in a little bit of a haze, and I see a picture of you and I that mm -hmm. I recognize. Mm -hmm. And then I'm reading the headline, and it's, they're not real people, why Harry and Meghan struggle to connect. And I'm like, oh, this must not be, this must, I must have gotten the wrong link. Again, the wire's crossed up here then at 30,000 feet. Just be your rich, authentic selves. How long gone hosts urge the Sussexes as they try to revive their media empire? So they've used... Our like passing commentary on Meghan Markle and Harry's like podcast failing to sell a, an entire profile on us that's going to be in print, and we couldn't be happier about it. Could not be happier. So, <laughs> so the graphic Jason posted on Instagram, and, and I will too. The graphic of the preview is a, a photo of Jason and I. Our press photo that uh, a friend of the show Yimmy Yeo took in Atlanta, at in Atlanta when I was hungover as a great photo. Digital, digital, medium format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've worked. They've put a a picture of Meghan Markle superimposed perfectly next to us, like she's there with us. Mm -hmm. And it says they're not real people. Why Harry and Meghan struggle to connect? No mention of how long gone at all in the preview. That's right. Just a picture of our faces in in a newspaper in a country we've never been to. It makes me feel 
I don't know. Like that's the type of thing where if you like, if I show that to my mom, she's gonna be like, "Oh fuck, bro, you made it." It's it's very cool and very weird because it's because it's a thoughtful. It's a. It's I'm a like, well yo, done. mom, we're on CAA. She's like, mm. it's a well. Is done, that country music? It's like a well done story. That's the yeah, thing. it's great. But I I guess that so. Yayo we're, said, we're a victim to a salacious headline to sell copies of a, Yayo, of a newspaper. Our, our Australian confidant is saying it's the New York Post of Australia, uh, which, which makes, again, this gets better and better. Yeah. This, this couldn't get better for we're us. We're marketing. So anyway, the, the, but yes, this is all in a ploy to sell tickets to our show there, um, sure. which is, is happening kind of soon. Uh, yeah, in, in October. But I guess I'm, I'm wondering, is this... You know, we, we we talked about this on stage in Denver. Hold on, there's some comments, but go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, load those up. When we, we were talking about how we will disparage brands and people, we will neg a company in into them eventually sending us a DM, sending us an email. Hey, we heard you talking shit on our company. We love the guys loved it. Yes. Uh, let's work together. If, if we don't have any budget, we'll send you a hoodie, whatever it might be. <laughs> Shout out to Bezel. Whenever you're ready, Bezel, come on. The so the comments... Don't let Hodiki come in here. The comments are like only about the Royals and then one person being like, I thought this was an article was about the Sussexes and then I realized it was about two podcasters I've never heard of. Great job, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing transition. And I have to give it up to Michael on that. Kudos. I think the Australians are good commenters on the internet. Americans are some, are, are some of the worst commenters online i think the brits and the and the aussies they put a little they, they make it fun and light i the, the the fact that australia a country that is is like technically you know mo part of the monarchy i guess yeah is this obsessed with the royals more so than like a british publication is, I would, maybe not more so but as much no, as. But as much as much as because mm -hmm. if you see if you look at like daily mail the, yeah. the source for all news is because it's very popular in Australia as well. Mm -hmm. So if you if you're on the UK version or the Australia version, it's all people you don't under, know who they are mm -hmm. only. And if you go to the American version, it's like Natalie Portman has moved to Australia. <laughs> you're like that's not news. Like anytime any celebrity goes to Australia, it's in the Daily Mail. Right, right, right. You know, just cause, and or it's a picture of Russell Crowe looking like he ate himself. Or like a, a rugby player got a DUI. Yeah, it's a rugby player with a DUI. <laughs> Russell Crowe with his new girlfriend who he looks like he, he's going to eat. <laughs> Russell Crowe's wearing polo shirts that like don't cover his stomach because he's put on so much weight. He looks insane. He looks like the the uncle on, on Bam Margera. Yes. On, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on Jackass. It's, it's, but it's, yeah, that's who. That's what was he, his name? No, Don Vito. Don Vito. Looking like Don Vito. R.I.P., I think. Oh, definitely R.I.P. R.I.P. to him. He ain't make it. He he definitely wishes he would have been alive long enough to eat at Fat Sal's. <laughs> that could have been what took him down. That could have been it. That's a that's a cla one of my favorite Austin Powers lines. Mama Cass, cause of death, ham sandwich. <laughs> okay. How oh. long gone is here, and it is gone. Clearly, we uh we have moved past the reserve tank in our no how long in gone? our car, and we are running beyond on fumes. We're, we're, yeah. Thank you to. Uh, Thank you to Sam. I'm running on vacation super spritzer hydrating face mist. That stuff's only. nice. It's nice. Has the the combination of coconut aloe? How hydrating you could look, that be? You look refreshed after not sleeping at all. Let me get a spritz real quick. Oh, oh. that's nice. Paint my face. Damn. Uh, yeah. Thank you to to Sam. 
uh, and Club Road Associates for hosting us in Denver at Podcast Movement. Um, we thank you to Roger Federer, Ben Sheldon, all and our entire team over on running. Yeah, thank you for giving us a, a peek into what it's like to be a pro tennis player without having any of the skills. Thank and, you to Susanna and Ben. I'll um, I'll I'll text you about those tickets. Um, if I'm in town, I'd love to sit in the box. Yeah, I know you're listening to this. No, thank you to David Cho for recommending a a, a Chinese restaurant to go eat at where even the tofu had meat in it. <laughs> I felt bad for Chris for the first time in a long time. Uh. I had a, I had a, I didn't, it didn't bother me that much, but that restaurant did You saw suck. me, I, I had to, I had to be stern with the server. I don't, when Jason has to be stern, you know things are going south. I know, and it's not a card that I like to pull out of my deck. All right, how long gone? Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with some podcasts. Yeah, I'm assuming next week there'll be more podcasts on the same days that they always come out. That's right, that's what you, you assume, right? Um, we never we, get that. We will, uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Sorry.